To defeat an enemy, you must know them. Not just their battle tactics, but their history, philosophy, art. To the Chiss Ascendancy Podcast. Alright everyone, hello, and welcome back to... The Chiss Ascendancy. This is our bonus episode, reviewing chapter 15 of The Mandalorian, The yep. Believer. It's called The Believer, obviously a reference to Mayfeld, and you know why? Because he saw his face. Hmm. Saw Amanda's face. Now he's a believer. Now. Not a trace. No doubt a, in his mind. Not a trace. Uh, if you don't know what we're referencing, it's the the monkeys. It's the uh, late 60s American retaliation to the Beatles. Terrible <laughs> TV show. Some banger tunes. Check yep. them out. Before we get too deep in everything, I would just like to say... <laughs> called yeah, it. Freaking nailed it. Good job. We, so the hype train, the Chester Tennessee Believer train grows and keeps rolling, baby. Keeps on rolling. You can't stop a coal train. You can't stop a coal train. That's what they used to say back in Gears of War. Uh, so, overall thoughts. Go ahead. Overall thoughts. Wow. Uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah. It wasn't quite as um, packed. Yeah. I would say it's the last two episodes, but I still really had a good time. I really enjoyed it. I loved being outside. I liked the cast. I liked the uh, the bring back of Mayfeld for the type of heist kind of episode that we had, but obviously much preferable to the episode five of season one heist that Six. we had. You know what I mean. <laughs> uh, yeah, last week, I remember I, I voiced concerns over I don't want to take the whole episode, mm -hmm. and within like three and a half minutes... He was on the crew. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to say that Boba looks sexier than ever with his repainted, same armor, yeah. but repainted. But it was interesting that he took his helmet off a couple times. Yeah. He's yeah, over I mean, it. You just never see him do it, you know. And, right. And yeah, he just... uh, he seems like he's, as a person, maybe just had some life, life-altering events here in the recent history of his life. Um, the, that was cool because the green seemed a little bit different than the normal green of... Boba Fett, the yeah. red or maroon or whatever seemed a little bit different. The, it just everything seemed matte, but much like more vibrant. I think maybe because of the black undergarments. It could have been that too. The black undergarment looks amazing. Uh, his armor looks fantastic. The E three was back. What did you think about that? Yeah, I did. I texted you about it as soon as I saw it, and I was like, they brought it back. The E three. Uh, so overall thoughts. I really enjoyed it. I really loved. Uh, Mayfeld's character, I was kind of like, oh, here we go. Like, I like Bill Burr, and I think he's a funny comedian, uh, but I was worried that, you know, when we had him last season, it just kind of seemed like we were like, all right, uh, while we wait for the next episode to happen, we're going to go stop off and get a drink at this local Bostonian pub. And the whole episode was like, yeah, you know, Boston things, and yelling, and some things, some more stuff. Like, that's what it felt like, you know? And uh, I thought that the character development and... The acting by Bill Burr in this episode was really, really good. Mm -hmm. And uh, some amazing, amazing character development for the Mandalorian. Yeah. His priorities are aligned. Yeah. He knows what he wants. Well, different. 
mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought it was kind of funny that, um, not funny, but cool that Bill Burr's character, Mayfeld, um, was heckling him about, you know, where Mando's line might be mm-hmm. you know, as far as the helmet specifically. And then towards the end of it, they've been working together and they've had each other's backs, just the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it, he's now like, hey, I never saw your face. You did what you had to do. Yeah, when he said... Um, There's some sort of increased respect there. Right. He said, uh, so what's the rule, huh? You can't take it off? I can't see your face. Which one is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, that was cool. I thought that he... It was interesting that he said uh, everyone's rule gets, you know, bendable when, when stuff gets rough. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was just a very cool uh, concept right from the beginning. Um, Kara's there. Mm-hmm. It was cool to see her and, and uh, Finnick, you know, trading shots. Uh, man, freaking everybody on that crew is a shop shooter. You got the Mandalorian, yeah. which R.I.P. the pulse rifle. Yeah. Uh, I uh, was thinking about like the difference between that crew and the crew in the prisoner. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, man, this, these guys do not like jokes. You know what I mean? I oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I definitely wouldn't get along with the other crew, don't get me wrong, but I like to have a laugh every once in a while. Right. Miffold was like, yeah, pretty much like this guy, huh? Yeah, nobody <laughs> reacted to his joke. I liked how when they were getting ready to go into the uh, go into the refinery, like they finally had jumped the the dude on the freaking tank, or whatever, and they're getting ready to take the the gas, and he was like, "You sure you don't want to come? Gonna miss you. You're probably great to have around. So you have such a sunny disposition." I thought that was funny. His delivery of his lines is just like his delivery of his jokes. Yeah. So it made me laugh really hard. Uh, Cara Dune's character was cool. Boba Fett looked dope. Um, and, dude, between freaking Finnick and Kara and Mayfeld, there was, like, you know, dozens of killer sniper shots yeah. in that whole episode. Um, Those troopers never stood a chance. No. Not a single no chance. Way. Uh, okay, so, really enjoyed it. Really, I honestly, I know that it wasn't, we weren't getting directly to Gideon, and we weren't on his Star Destroyer and yeah, all that kind of stuff. And there was no way. Um, but I feel like the story moved forward and I feel like, um, it was important that we just saw how much the Mandalorian has changed. Yeah. Um, we got a lot of character development out of Din Djarin in this episode. Mm-hmm. And so that was very, very cool. Uh, standout moments for you. Um, obviously seismic charge. Mm-hmm. I saw it coming, bro. From like, <laughs> from like a week ago, but I saw it coming when... Those ties came out after Slave 1. I was like, do it. Mm-hmm. Do it. And then it was he was flying straight up, and I saw it from the underside, and I was like, do it! I was literally yelling in my bedroom like this. Mm-hmm. My hands over my head. Uh, that was a big deal for me personally. Yeah. I was sitting on the edge of my couch this morning, and uh, my kids were playing right here, so I had the TV up to like a 1,000 mm-hmm. so I could hear. And then uh, my wife was next to me, and when... Like you said, when Slave One was like this and it started to tilt, I was like, oh, mama, I know where this is going. And uh, uh, Boba said something, but I was wondering, I was hoping he would say whatever it was Django said. Won't be hearing from him again. Yeah, something crazy. Uh, and <laughs> when he was like, dude, how funny would it have been? If, if he was like, <laughs> yeah, that would have been freaking hilarious. Or if he was like, doop, doop, and you hear, hear see the seismic charge drop and you just hear, bang. It would have been cool if he went, yep. That was freaking hilarious. Yep. Uh, but the standout moments for me, um, you know, the the moment, the seismic charge was like the, the coolest as far as like, yeah, we call it again. Right. Uh, but the most impactful was when he pulled the old switcheroo on Gideon. 
delivered the same speech. The, the, yeah, the top three, um, I would say when he was pulling the you have no clue what you have mm-hmm. over his values to me, I was kind of like, I was really getting not like cry emotional, but I was getting passionate. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah. Like I just, he's, the whole time we've known the Mandalorian, he knows what he believes, why he believes as far as his beliefs as a Mandalorian, but he never really, there's not really um, the loyalty to his crew, but besides that, it's kind of like the crew's the crew, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But to see him be like, Whatever I've got to yeah. do to fix this for well, the kid. The difference was that he's not just calling him the kid. They're like, he's got his kid. Yeah. You know I mean, it was his yeah. kid now. I like that. That's his son. Mm-hmm. Mm. As a boy dad, I got two two sons. I'm just like boiling, ready for him to get Grogu back. Uh, but that was just really cool. And you have no clue of its value to me. Mm-hmm. Like, he personalized it. And uh, you could tell that Moff Gideon knew him in business, too. Oh, yeah. He had his swagger back because he had his own helmet back on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You used to think that he was just, like, strong and silent type, but it turns out without the helmet on, he just looks like a straight moron. <laughs> trying to figure <laughs> out what he's trying to say. He's like, duh, my number. <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> He did not have that thought out going in there. (laughs) Thank God Bill Burr was there to smooth talk him. Uh, Yeah, it was crazy because I did like how um, Pedro Pascal did a great job uh, moving his head like he had a helmet on. Mm -hmm. So that was really cool. Um, But that moment where the Mandalorian has Gideon dead to rights was a cool, uh, not dead to rights, but like the momenta, Mm -hmm. you know, Uh, we're coming for you. You know, it would have been cool if he just held up a piece of paper that had all the letters different cut out from magazines or whatever. So that was cool. Um, seeing that it was uh, Bill Burr figured he's not going to take his helmet off. So I'm sorry about your kid, but we got to go. Mm-hmm. And he took the helmet off. That was a huge moment. It uh, We were talking about this with Adam earlier, but it debunked all the bull crap from earlier this year where people were, Pedro Pascal's walking away because he, he doesn't get his face seen enough. Um, that sucks that that's our competition is just clickbait articles that are total BS. And here we are calling the shots every week and they're actually happening. Mm. Um, but whatever. Uh, and then the third one that I really loved was, uh, dude, Bill Burr's acting when they're at that table, having a Mm. drink with that douchebag Imperial commander. Uh, when he was like, yeah, what about the regular folks? What about them? What about this? I was waiting for him to start doing a comedy bit, but he was—he did his acting was so good there. Mm-hmm. And when he, I li- I looked over at Macy and I was like, "Uh oh, he's gonna kill this guy. He's having some serious non flashbacks right now." Um, so that was really cool. And he just reaches across the table and just goes, "Dude, I thought <laughs> it was so funny when uh, Mando, because he's usually the shoe first and ask questions later kind of guy. When Bill Burr shoots the guy, he goes." Yeah, he looks at him like, what are you doing? And I thought it was funny. We had the short trooper in the background. He's like, with like his, he had his helmet off his and he had tray. And he's just like. It would have been funny if he dropped the tray and ran off. Like if he had to turn in his weapon during the mess hall or something yeah. funny like that. Um, but those are my top three moments. I think the moment that I was the most like, oh, was probably the Bill Burr thing. When he mm. was just acting and then all of a sudden he just goes, boom, and just shoots him. Yeah. Um, you played... How much did you play Star Wars Battlefront? The, the EA games? No. no. So the the little name drop of Operation Cinder was a really big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, which if you don't if you aren't familiar with it, is basically uh, if the Emperor was killed, 
there was a sentinel droid that was basically like a floating imperial guard that had a face that showed it was a recording of palpatine and he he launched operation cinder and it's basically uh the idea is there are worlds that are important for one reason or another to the empire to the new republic or i guess the rebellion at the time um and they shoot these crazy beams at the planet and it really is uh it's a environment destructor mm-hmm. uh disruptor so uh for instance naboo was hit with these crazy beams the 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 for i don't know what they're called cinder satellites or something and when it basically it messes up their atmosphere and things and so uh like just mere hours into being hit by these beams they had like three category five hurricanes and like all these lightning storms and stuff and it's basically like causes the world to destroy itself um and so mayfield was was there during some of that and i guess he realized it it killed everybody Mm -hmm. like it wasn't just the natives that they were fighting for no reason which he already you could tell he felt bad about Mm -hmm. but it was also you know the five or ten thousand men who were with me uh dude so that was a really cool thing i i really liked mayfield's character i already liked bill burr but i wasn't super stoked about mayfield's character Mm -hmm. after last season but this episode really did a lot for me yeah all right, uh, new characters, not really. We had those pirates, we had the uh, the villagers, we had the the commander, I guess, is like the only real mm-hmm. new troop or new character that we had worth mentioning at all. Yeah, the I can't remember his name, but yeah, the commander that Mayfield wasn't a fan of. Mm-hmm. He was a good actor too, though, because I really hated his guts from the get-go. Yeah. Whenever he was like, all right, let's get out of here, and he was like, you aren't dismissed. I was like, oh, one of these guys. Dude, I was thinking about it, I was like, I feel like the Empire would have been more successful if... The people inside the Empire weren't such douchers to each other. Right? It's just like a, a constant like yeah. fighting within. Yeah. yeah. Infighting and just hating each other. And He's like, that guy's using a computer. Yeah. Not on my watch. Yeah. Not in my Imperial mess. I thought that it was, um, it was very telling that the troops were all together. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever they get through, uh, I love seeing the stormtroopers and the shore troopers. Yeah, when they finally get through those pirates. When well, I thought it was, um, and the pirate scene was cool to see the Mando because he kind of both had to rescue him last time, right? Well, and just to so see how episode, much he had relied on his own armor that he tried mm-hmm. to do stuff. He tried to you know block with the gauntlet and it shattered, mm-hmm. and he had to adjust his fighting style. Um, or I thought it was cool to see the heroic empire for a minute yeah you know that the empire did something and because of how it impacted mando it was like the good guys for a minute yeah um because we have certain times in star wars where we see the dirty side of the rebellion but it's very rare that we get to get a glimpse of the empire as the good guy Mm -hmm. you know that there sometimes is an order that they're trying to instill and obviously long game they're still trying to be total a-holes to the rest of the galaxy but right uh, it was just cool to see the camaraderie in there, yeah. you know? Well, like the campaign for the original Battlefront 2 where you're on Hoth and you're like, this was for our brothers who died on the Death Star. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. throw one down for our brothers who died on the Death Star. Uh, Pour out some spots, good for me. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so seeing that, like, like you said, that side where the stormtroopers, once they finally got rid of those pirates, um, pirates, but once they got rid of those guys... Uh, and all of the the troopers were like impressed by their driving and fighting, mm-hmm. and they were standing there saluting and cheering them on. That was really cool, and it was very indicative of the internal problem where, um, you know, 
who cares about those guys right. once you're in the imper- once you're in the upper the class officers. Yeah. yeah. And it kind of reminds me a lot of the difference between the imperial officers for the most part and Thrawn. Mm-hmm. That whenever Thrawn would take over a new ship, they would it would take him a long time to get a taste for him because his leadership style was so different, but right. by the time it, he was either promoted or um you know he moved on somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody was better for it. loyal to him because mm-hmm. he didn't just want to do whatever was right for him. He was yeah. looking out for everybody. In the and crew. I feel like everybody's better at their job because right. if you fail, it's a learning time. As long as you're trying, if right. you fail, we can learn from it. You know. Yeah. Well, and I'm uh, listening to Heir to the Empire again, mm-hmm. and uh, he says to Captain Pellian, he said, "You're too used to serving under Darth Vader. I really don't mind if somebody has a better idea than me." You know, mm. as long as it's the better idea. Right. Yeah, that's just a totally different leadership style. Yeah. And that was not apparent with the with the folks in today's Mandalorian episode. Right. Um, so he was probably the biggest new character, I would say, mm. other than Boba's new sexy armor. Um, I love that he kept the black under undergarment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was really cool. Uh, I do like that he's not like doing every single thing. Mm. Did you catch the joke about the facial recognition? Uh, for Boba? Yeah. yeah. He's like, let's just say they know my face. Which is funny because like all the clone troopers ever. Yeah. So that was funny. Uh, okay. Ratings. Rating. I'm going to give this one a, a strong 9+. plus. Okay. Yeah. I'll stick with that. It wasn't mind-blowing, but it was fun to watch. It was very I, enjoyable. I enjoyed what it did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It was Probably a great a episode. It was a great episode. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, know I said episode. Episode. Great episode. Great episode. Uh, okay, so what's next? We're, we're cutting it close, man. We're moving to freaking Gideon, dude. Yeah. We're moving right along. Um, I mean, it's... Sometimes a, an episode will end and we don't know where it's going to go because it kind of ends open-ended, but um, they've got the coordinates. He's already sent out the call from Taken. May as well have been Liam Neeson in the armor. <laughs> um yeah, I, I think it's just, there's only one place that it's going, and it's the it's the big bad showdown. We're gonna get to see um, the dark troopers in earnest. We're gonna see um, dark troopers versus Mandalorians. I want to see. It's one thing commanding a ground assault. I want to see what Gideon can do in space. Yeah, um, that sounds super dorky, but no, yeah, commanding it's different in space. So I want to see what Gideon's got. Um, oh, if he pulls out that Mark Sable, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna have a moment. Um, I want to see that. I want to see... I mean, obviously, they're going to have to go with more firepower than just Slave 1 because we saw what that Star Destroyer did to Razor Crest in uh, one hefty sneeze. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, that's just where it's going, though. We're going for Grogu. Uh, so what do you think as far as... Um, do you think that the episode will have a conclusion? No. I don't think it's going to be satisfactory at all. Mm, we're going to be hurting. Yeah. We're gonna be hurting for a year, a yeah. freaking year, bro. Yeah, it's there. I just don't think that there's a way, especially now that they've announced that there's other shows that are gonna intersect mm-hmm. uh, with Mandalorian. I think they're gonna wait for those things to catch up because I think Ahsoka's gonna have a role to play in the resolution of this particular plot line, hmm. um, and I think the New Republic's gonna have a role to play in it, especially now that Cara Dune's on the team and she's officially New Republic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just they're going to have to have some sort of reinforcements because it, the, the New Republic has a vested interest in this in one way or in another because it's a, it's a strong person in the Imperial Remnant. Yeah, it's shocking to me that why wouldn't the Mandalorian, now that his slate's 
better or worse clean with the new republic why wouldn't he mm. get care to be like hey contact your buddies you know yeah because if gideon's whole well we don't know where he is so that's a big that's a big to do because what if he's like at an imperial holdout and it's more than just his ship now yeah but think about that like you have uh you have new republic folks who you know that they're going to be interested in getting rid of mm-hmm. someone of Moff Gideon's caliber. Well, do you think that they will help at all, or do you think that's too easy? I think they've got to. I think it's going to be late in the game. Mm. Um, because it, even if it's a smaller... Uh, yeah, I think it, like Venator class. Like, it's a small Star Destroyer, mm-hmm. but it's still a Star Destroyer. Right. You know what I mean? That's still a... I mean, all this stuff that comes along with a Star Destroyer. How many ties, you know, how many crew. Right, right. Um, all the resources... And it, Death Troopers. I mean, it's usually they're manned by like anywhere between ten and fifty thousand people. So yeah, it's not a small thing to have a star destroyer fully manned. So to to get Moff Gideon's coordinates, it's basically they have a signal that they've stolen out of an Imperial database. Mm-hmm. So they're essentially tracking him, even if he moves around, huh? I guess so. Um, I thought it was cool that they used the coding cylinders. Yeah. That they've got the coordinates on that. Um, but it seems like they've got more information than just where they were at because he was able to send him a coded message. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're able to hack into the to the old text message. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so next week's episode. Tim Jaren would like to FaceTime. How? <laughs> uh, how long do you think the episode's going to be? I'm hoping for an hour plus. Yeah, I'm hoping for at least 45 minutes. That's a really low bar, but uh, I don't want to be let down. Yeah, because 33 minutes last week, 33 minutes, it's or like 37. 38 minutes this week, I was a little, I was like, oh, that's not, that's not enough. This week felt longer than last week. Yeah. Do you? So do you think it'll be closer to 45 minutes? I, I'm, I'm hoping for 45 plus. Oh, man. Okay, so you got Boba, Finnick. Kara, Mando. I was sad that Bill Burr left. Yeah, but I thought it was cool, too. Yeah. They just kind of let him start his life over, because he was going to go back to prison camp. Right. Um, I thought it was cool when he said, we've all got to sleep at night. That was a cool line. Mm-hmm. I thought it was also cool that his um, his shooting wasn't really as featured. Like, it was talked up a lot mm-hmm. last season, but it wasn't really featured. So for him to make that you know, shot, shot with the uh, Tuscan cycler, mm-hmm. that was freaking Hand me that cycler. Yeah, that was very cool. Uh, man, yeah, for uh, Tuscans being so primitive, their weaponry is formidable. When you think about the two last episodes. Yeah. Because you had a freaking Tuscan cycler blew up that whole freaking Imperial base, and then that daggum gaffy stick last week, Boba Fett was yeah, just... It's a good thing they're not well-trained. <laughs> yeah. Rule! Yeah, if they were like... They would take over Tatooine in a, <laughs> right? in a heartbeat. One of them tried, apparently, that guy that was in the prison system... From the end of last week's episode, I uh, I found out, and of course people do breakdowns of all that. Mm-hmm. They pause it and they translate to Arubash or whatever. 25 years for trying to kidnap a senator is what that Tuscan was doing. That is funny. Gave him the old Borat marriage proposal and just put a bag over him and tried to take him home. Gave him the old Cad Bane. Breaking into the freaking yeah. Senate. Dude, just so much stuff. So, oh my god. The episode feels like we're wrapping it up already, and I know it's a shorter review. Um, 
but there's so much less to digest and so much less to speculate on the closer we get to the end of days. Yeah, I think the main thing is because this was really, really spent rounding out uh, Mando's character. Yeah. Um, even in the little stuff, just like how much uh, his armor is his identity, even, like in his fighting and the way that he interacts with other people. Mm -hmm. um, and then as much as that is the case, it's still not important enough to stop him from going after Grogu. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I think those were things that we had all known but hadn't been as explicitly laid out. Right. Um, he had never violated his own moral code before for the sake of the kids. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they did a lot of talk this week of his kid, his kid, his mm -hmm. kid. I like that a lot. Um, I don't I don't think the Mandalorian ever said my kid specifically. But he did not say my kid. Yeah. He didn't say it's not mine. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, what do you think, do you, th oh, so does the Jedi show up from previous episode? The Jedi meaning Ahsoka or the no, no, Jedi no, 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 meaning no. the one that they... The one that Grogu contacted. Hard to say, man. Hard to say. I feel like if he shows up, it's over. You know what I mean? Um, one Jedi is just kind of a game changer. Um, and that's not just because their ability in the Force, but it, it's hinted it's not just somebody who showed up, you know, not just somebody that has a connection with the Force. It seems like it's somebody that's significant. So that means mm. they would have had battle tactics and training and um, things that made the Jedi so formidable in the Civil War. Yeah. So. Man, oh man. So is the crew that we have now the crew that's going? I think it's a part of the crew. Do you think, who all do you think shows up I think to go Grief get the shows kid? up. Okay. Um, he seems to be bankrolling right now. He seems to be like a mini Lando. So I think he's got some things working under him. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't really anybody else that we've helped out. I guess maybe Bo-Katan. She kind of has a vested interest in this. Well, she's for sure against Gideon. So she's, yeah. she's going for it. Yeah. It would be, it's almost beneficiary that she goes because she can pretty much go directly try to take on Gideon while we try to get the, the kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I did notice that, uh, at the end of the pirate chase, where there's that one guy at the end of the, of the, uh, transport who was trying to blow up the gas. Did you notice that they showcased the Mandalorian throwing a spear? Oh yeah. I didn't even think about that. I was like, mm -hmm, I see what you're doing there. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's a little foreshadowing of something. Showing he knows what to do with one. Yeah. Cause you know, we'd never seen him with something right, like that right, before. Right, right, right. And why would you if you had a freaking pulse rifle and stuff? Yeah. Hopefully he goes to that store in Diagon Alley and gets a new <laughs> the new upgrade Nimbus three thousand pulse rifle. The Firebolt. Yeah. The international standard. Yeah. But we'll see. That's funny. I'm excited though. And I'm terrified at the same time. Ugh. I really do feel like I remember reading articles and stuff about when people left uh, watching Empire, they were like, Star Wars got worse. And then they waited four years for Return of the Jedi. So at least we know we're not waiting yeah. four years. But I'm really scared that something bad's going to happen and that's going to be the end of this season. I'm going to be so sad and, and full of angst until... Yeah, so Mando's going to die. Uh, Kara's going to die. Groot's oh going to die. Grogu dead. Ugh, not a fan. So, we'll see. But... Uh, Interesting things. Things are tying up fast. Yeah. And next week is, is, what's next? What's today? The eleventh. Yeah. So the eighteenth. Yep. So a week before Christmas. Dang. So the review will come out. 
Yep. And then next week's episode episode is wrapping it up on season nice, season nice, two, well. you know, thoughts. So we'll review the episode and then we'll review the full season and maybe do a comparison, you know, keep score which episode from this season, this season, this season, and see which season was better overall. Mm. Oh, but speaking of uh speaking of Christmas, I wanted to give you this. I don't have my knife on me. We're indoors. This is your Christmas present, but I thought it'd be fitting to give you on the air as it deepens your is it your knowledge of things. Alright, got a little guy. Is this yours? Are they both mine? They're both yours. <gasps> Books. Alright. Nice used uh alright. Hey, no, I'm no, I'm saying it's 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 got some love. It means it's old. It means it's legends. Sorry to all the listeners who are getting the uh, the paper the bag. All right, we got the Legacy of the Force series here, yep. ladies and gents. Ooh, that one's really good. I uh, I'm excited about this because I wanted to go back through Heir to the Empire. Mm -hmm. I wanted to re-examine my first love. This is exciting. So this is the order here. Is this for you because I was going to have to borrow all your books? No, it's because, I mean, you could borrow mine if you wanted. Yeah. But I did a little hunting. Dang, look at Mara Jade. And uh, that's not Mara Jade. It is, though. Uh, I did a little hunting because I wanted to find you uh, the books, but I wanted to find them without the Legends banner. So if I were to go oh, and get them for that's you, cool, man. they would I have the Legends that. banner on them. Special bonus inside. Two thrilling short stories featuring Darth Vader. Yeah. The one that is the coolest extra bonus is in the back of this one includes Boba Fett, A Practical Man, which is him in one of his first acts as the Mandalore. Oh, that is cool. Um, against the Yuuzhan Vong. And there's a couple of young Jedi that get in Man, trouble. You're really putting the pressure on me to get that bookshelf I've been needing for like the last year. Yep. So there you have it. Thank you, man. But I knew that I knew that you had just finished from a certain point of view. And I know that there wasn't something new that you were looking at yeah. yet. And I know that... Uh, You've been wanting to start this one, so yep. there it's you about go. time I did it. Your first step into a larger world. Oh, that was a long time. <laughs> Your next step into a larger world. Yeah, I'm excited. Just because I, I like I said, I've been rereading Air of the Empire, so um, kind of getting that taste for OG Luke again. And... Mm -hmm. Oh, he's in here. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, cool little thing, sad but cool, is um, it's three authors. Mm hmm. And um, it's like one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, right? Yeah. They each wrote three books. Mm -hmm. So Aaron Austin passed away oh, uh, shortly after the series after this. And so this is one of his final mm. additions to the Star Wars universe. I Karen like that Travis. It still says Lucas books on the back. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Karen Travis is uh, one of my favorite Star Wars authors. She did Republic Commando. And yeah. every one of her books has Boba in it. Uh, so that's one of the coolest things. And then Troy Denning is a Star Wars staple. Really great Star Wars author. And uh, hasn't done anything with um, that I know of. He might have done something small, but nothing crazy since the Disney purchase. So this is my favorite all-time series. So I hope you like it. Mm. And there you go. Cool. So we'll be back in a week for our final Mando review. we got to get it, ma'am. And get it. it's going to be a crazy week until we get there. But we're getting there. So, we'll see you guys next week for our final Mandalorian Season 2 review until next Christmas. And you know what? For better or for worse, 
whatever we get out of Mando next week, what we can always hold near and dear to our hearts. All right, see y'all next week.